This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey folks, this is John Warren, editor-in-chief of Fanbyte.com. I am not Stephen Strom, Merritt K, or Nikki Grayson, unfortunately. Uh, they will be back this week with a new episode of the regularly scheduled FanWits show. Um, we wanted to experiment with some uh, different formats. Uh, I kind of love the idea of doing one-on-one long-form interviews about something. And because it's uh, Mother's Day, I decided I would talk to my mom about video games, about Mystery Science Theater 3000, about Game of Thrones, about stuff that she grew up with and stuff that influenced me uh, when I grew up. So it's kind of a fun conversation. Um, We take it to some interesting places. I hope you enjoy it. If you like the format, please let us know. If you hate it, we'll never do it again. (laughs) So please enjoy, and uh, I'll be back at the end of the show with some more notes. Thanks. Hey everyone, it's John Warren, fanbite.com's EIC. Uh, I I recorded an intro uh, earlier, so I won't go too far into it. But yeah, uh, I'm here with my mom, Beverly Warren. Hi mom, how are you? Hi John, how are you today? (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. I'm glad we finally got this set up. Um, I won't tell, I won't say how long it took, but it took a little while. Yeah, well, I really don't know why in the world you think it would be intuitive of me to know how to do a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, I and and to to in your defense, I don't think the uh, so, the software is that intuitive, so it's that's fair enough. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but I'm glad you were able to jump on with me today. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, my, my co-editors and I, we were talking about uh, kind of parents on an episode of the the normal podcast we were on fan width uh, a few weeks ago, and yeah, we just had so many stories about kind of growing up with media and games and stuff, and I, I thought it would be an interesting idea to uh, kind of start these one-off interview podcasts where we kind of talk to someone who helped shape our tastes in media and kind of look at where you know you developed your taste and stuff like that so um i i i have a few questions that i definitely want to get to but mostly we can just kind of have a a free form conversation but when was the when was the first time you no not even played when you heard about a video game when was when was that Pretty much when my mother called me before Christmas one year and told me that she and my grandmother, without consulting me first, had bought for you a Nintendo system. Okay. And but, I no. said, Mom, he's only five years old. He can't do that. <laughs> right. And she right. said, yes, he can. Right. <laughs> no, but, but that's, that's, that can't be true because y'all had an Atari. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because we used to play Pong. Yeah, that's on, a video game. On Atari. Right. Yeah, and I like to play it a lot more than your dad did, although it was his uh, <laughs> game system. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, get, that's what okay, I'm getting at. Okay, what were some of the other Atari games? Well, okay, so when y'all, when y'all busted that out of your attic when yeah. I was... I was probably 10 when y'all did that because I think I was already playing. Oh, yeah, you were. Like a lot of, like, I, I think I was playing, like, pretty modern stuff at that time. And uh, I got interested in kind of what was older and y'all had the Atari. And I remember you put it in the, in that, you know, where the staircase is now. It was a, you know, back room. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I played Pong and I didn't love it. Because it's well, yeah. yeah, it's rough, right? Yeah, it's rough now. Um, but but you know, I got it. Like I got I got why it was you know a, a popular thing. Um, but the the one I actually played the most was um, I want to say it was just called Tanks. Maybe. And it was and it was. Let me see if I'm even right about that. I'm going to do a Google search. It's the it's the best thing to do on a uh, audio medium is to do a Google search that no one can see. That's good. <laughs> uh, let me see if that's actually what it's called. I think oh, it's called Combat. Combat, combat. is the name of the game. So there was Combat, and there was was it Space Invaders? Ooh, I don't know if y'all had. I mean, I I y'all probably had it, but I never played it. Okay. As I think I only, I only played combat and I only played pong, so I don't know if y'all couldn't find the other ones or if oh, y'all were, be. or if y'all are very worried about me being scared of the the space invaders. Yeah, or, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I just remember combat. But but did y'all did you ever play games in like arcades oh, or yeah. like bars? Yeah. I okay. really wasn't even thinking about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's I mean, what I'm getting at. We played Pac Man. Yeah. And Frogger. Okay. And there was a Space Invaders arcade game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you where would you play it? In a bar. <laughs> what what bar was it? Do you remember? No, it was in downtown Dallas. I can't remember okay. the name of it. It's not there anymore. Yeah. And uh we would go there after work sometimes and have a cocktail and play Pac Man. Okay. Mostly. I mean, and was was it? This this is probably getting into the weeds, but was it a was it a divey bar? Was it kind of a honky tonk? It, it like was a, what? It was uh, as bars in downtown Dallas go. It would be considered pretty divey. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I yeah. I'm just curious. They, they didn't I, have I, they didn't have a Pac Man machine in the uh, lobby bar at the Adolphus Hotel. I'll just say <laughs> right. that. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess when I think about Dallas in the seventies and eighties, I think about um, kind of the disparity of the kind of glamour that the cowboys were kind of bringing to the city, but also the kind of um, you know, rough and tumble. Like I remember Billy Bob's was kind of close to where our house was in Plano for a little while, right? Wasn't that the name of the place? It was kind of a honky tonky place. Maybe I'm having a totally false memory about this. Well, the the rest there was a restaurant close to our house named yeah. Billy, named I think it was Billy Bob's that was Wasn't it wasn't it just kind of a divey oh, peanut peanut shells? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was almost kind of like a old barn. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 There were a lot of those. I feel like when I was growing up. But so so you would. That's just where to... we took you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take you to the Adolphus Lobby Bar. Well, no, I I definitely wasn't. I don't think I was uh, ready for that. No. Um. So all right. So you went to kind of divey bars and played arcade games. Were, were you? Were you? Were you better at them than your friends? What do you think? I think you probably were. I was. I mean, okay. I, I was. I mean, the only okay. people that would play with me were, you know, guys. Yeah. And, yeah. So uh, you, 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 none of your, none of your female like coworkers or anything would no, play games with no. you. It was your, uh, it see, was that's your dad's, bummer. pretty much your dad's coworkers that I played with. Okay. And how were they upset when you would beat them or? <laughs> or... Oh, probably not. I don't okay. remember them. Okay. Being no, upset. I mean, no. Okay, that's good. Um. All right. So, out of like Frogger, Pac Man, Space Invaders, like what? What were? What was probably your favorite of those? Uh, you know, I really did like Pac Man. Yeah. Okay. I really did. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a really good game. I mean, I think they, I think the design of that game was uh elevated that it's kind of timeless, but yeah, it's. I've, um, I've thought about trying to buy one and put it in the house. Oh, you totally should. <laughs> you totally should. I bet they're not. I bet they're not that bad now. Because um, I remember, I remember, I used to go to a dentist. But the god, that guy scared me. I don't remember what. <laughs> I don't remember what that guy's name was. Um, yeah, but I remember him. Oh, I know who you're had, talking about. He had weird eyes. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like looking at his eyes. He was just this mask and eyes, but. He had a Pac-Man machine yeah. in his waiting room, which I really... He was a pediatric uh, dentist, yes. Yeah, he yeah, had, yeah, yeah. He had lots of entertainment for He had lots of entertainment to to distract me from, from the, 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 the serial killer-like... Uh, <laughs> Look he had on his face. Yeah, well, you could, you know how you can tell when someone smiles with their yeah. eyes? This guy's just smiling the whole time as he's, you know, drilling into kids' teeth. It was really... Uh, profoundly uh, shaping personal experience. Anyway, uh, no, I I remember liking Pac-Man too. I don't think I was any good at it. Um, I think I remember, <laughs> I think I remember thinking that the fruit was important, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's just about getting the pellets. I it was one of those like instances of not really understanding design as a kid. I feel like. Um, but was, I'm glad to I'm glad to know you were good at it. Yeah, the fruit was just a distraction. I think I, it was. It was just give you extra points. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, okay, so so let's get back to it. Uh, you you did play games. You had an awareness of games. You were pretty good at games, but you weren't like, you know, you weren't getting a ColecoVision or uh, or or a, an Apple Macintosh to set up with games and stuff. So you weren't like a gamer. No, um, not at all. In, fa- in right. fact, when I would meet my friends in said bar uh-huh. I, I was not going there specifically to play pac-man okay. but some guy inevitably said hey come let's play pac-man so right i did and you said okay i'll come kick your ass and well then, and i and did that's what happened okay all right good um okay so so your your mom and your grandmother <laughs> conspired to buy me a, a nintendo entertainment system uh-huh. that that was was that I feel like that was like 89, but you're saying it was 90? Well, you were five years old. I was five, so okay, I guess it was 1990. Okay. Um, Okay. All right. I 
I thought I got one earlier than that. So that's interesting. Um, so, okay. So they call you, they tell you that you're, that, that you're, child is getting an nes whether you like it or not yeah yeah um, i said that <laughs> you know usually your grandmother would call me and say hey well what can i get john for christmas uh-huh. but this time she just called and said just letting you know your grandmother and i bought john a nintendo system for christmas and I went, what oh really <laughs> I, I mean i didn't even know i couldn't even imagine that either one of them knew what that was I I had older cousins. Did they? Oh, where did they get that where, idea? That is not where she got the idea. Okay, no, me. I'm just curious. Okay. I'm sure she read about it in the newspaper. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, uh, so yeah, so the NES came out in I guess it was, oh gosh, I'm about to put my my whole butt out there to see if this is right. Eighty five. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, it was released October 18, 1985. I thought of 86 for some reason. So, And I had I was... never seen anyone play Nintendo. Yeah. Well, you probably didn't have a ton. I mean, you didn't have a ton of friends with kids at that That's point. That's true. Right? Okay. Um, and I'm sure they weren't allowed to play anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how did you deal with that? I mean, when you when you <laughs> knew that this was an inevitability, like, did you... What were you worried about? Were you worried about oh, anything? I... I, I I wasn't really worried about it. I just thought you were too young to know how to play such a thing. Okay. Uh, I was proved wrong the day we hooked it up. Right. Uh, But, you know, as soon as they brought it at at Christmas evening, I think, your dad brought a, we had a spare television and he hooked it up in a room we weren't using so much and... Mm -hmm. uh, Set up some chairs, and that became your uh, video game my, room for a my while. My little, my little station. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. It was the, I, it was that front room, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I we remember had... one of my very first memories. I mean, this is this is crazy. This is one of my first memories. So, um, we we had the we had the NES. It was five years after it came out, so there was kind of a backlog of games that were available to me. So I remember we we played Mario and I'll, we can talk about Mario in a second, but I remember playing Mario 2 and the power going out. Yeah. And and you know, with those Mario games, you would just lose your progress. Oh yeah. You know, there was no password system, there was no save system, there uh-uh. was nothing. And I rem- <laughs> that was my first like very clear memory of being devastated about yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember sitting there and the, and the electricity going out and going, well, okay, I guess I wasn't meant to have a good life or yeah, something. Exactly. You know, uh, because again, it just, there's just nothing you can do about like it. Like God, so, God hates me. Yeah. 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 I was just like, well, you're not, you're not going to see the end of this journey uh, today. Um, but but the, yeah, that the first, the first thing I, that you played though, just because I thought you could probably do it better than the Mario game, mm-hmm. Mario Brothers was Duck Hunt. Oh yeah. See, but why did you think that? Because it, it involved it, it involved motor skills, and I, I wasn't I, I, I wasn't know. so good at that. <laughs> well, so I mean, frankly, you and I were both very bored with that game. Oh so. yeah, no, I that was such a. Um, I think you know that was such a pack in for kind of showing what the technology could do instead of really a 
That's so much more of a tech demo than really a game. So, yeah, we got bored with that really fast. Oh, yeah. So, we went to Mario Brothers. Yeah. And we both loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you remember as... And, of course, I mean, I played with you. It It took your peers, actually quite some time to be able to play with you mm-hmm. because they just weren't into it like you were. Yeah, no, I was super into it. Yeah. And, well, and, as you should have been. But, uh, so, you know, I was the one who played with you. Uh-huh. And as we progressed with the games, do you, do you remember Game Genie? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I mean, because we we didn't use it for everything, no. but we but yeah, we definitely used it for a lot of stuff, which is so funny because there's such a I mean, there's no reason you would be keyed into this conversation at all, but like there's there's such a um kind of a cultural debate happening in games today about difficulty and about um, you know, there's a there's a, a series of games made to be extremely difficult, and so people who, um, you know, people kind of bounce off of it because it's so punitive and difficult that it's tough to kind of keep going. Yeah, that's uh, not any fun. Right. Well, <laughs> it isn't for me. I mean, it it is for some people, but it was never fun for me, and it wasn't fun for you. And so, I, a few I remember a few years ago. Games started getting harder to me, (laughs) but just because I don't think I play them nearly as much as I was when I was a kid. Let's hope not. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's, let's hope not. That's a good point. Um, uh, but, but I don't find it that I, I, I find it very easy to just turn games to their easiest mode so I can kind of see the entire thing. Like that's, that's what I want to see. But it's so interesting because I never really associated uh, using Game Genie with kind of how I feel about games now. But it really does it really does hold up. I mean, I really wanted to see everything a game had to offer, and if it was too hard, it kind of allowed us to pop that in and and see the whole thing without you know without too much uh, friction. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I think you had to talk me into buying it, but uh, oh yeah, well but, I feel like I think I had to talk you into buying a lot of things. Oh yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's okay. Once we got past the Mario kind of stage, what were yeah. I can't remember what were well the, uh, favorite I, earliest games. So I have I have like a I, I have two questions about the early phase. Okay, and so I'll, I'll start I'll start with one that I really wasn't involved with at all, and it's Tetris. Yeah, I, I was going to bring up Tetris. Cause we okay, just... because cause I, I didn't really care about Tetris. <laughs> but I would argue that you cared very much about Tetris. Yeah, there was just something really therapeutic about playing that game. I liked now, it. Now, did you play it when I wasn't around? Oh, I'm sure I did. Okay. <laughs> okay, because okay, that's what I remember. I remember you talking about Tetris <laughs> as if you played it a lot more than I had seen. And yeah, so I, that, I that think, always. I'm pretty sure after your dad went to work and, and, and I, I took to you school? to school, I'd come back. I'd come back to the house and play Tetris. That's kind of great. That's good because you used to tell me you would dream about Tetris. I did, I which did. you don't. You don't do unless you're a junkie at that point. So I, um, I did dream about okay. it. Were and, you good at it? Did you get good at it? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And you know, then I played it on Game Boy. 
Yeah, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't care about Game Boy either. I mean, about the Tetris on the Game Boy. <laughs> that I cared was my about car- Game Boy. That was my cartridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when was. you were at school, I would play it on your Game Boy. <laughs> that's why all my batteries were great. Exactly. All the time. That's why I had to buy batteries all the time. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, when was the last time you played Tetris? Oh, it's been a long time. I've, I've thought about it though. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how. How would I even play it now? You should. Okay, so I, I I've been I've been thinking about getting you a switch for your <laughs> birthday, um, because as I I feel like it's just one of those things where you know I I don't know if you'll play it more than once a week, maybe once a month, but there's something about it. I'm like I I think you could probably find some stuff with it, and there's there there's a few versions of Tetris out for the Nintendo Switch. The one that I'm actually very interested in trying to get you to get into is there's something called Tetris 99. Okay. And it is a 1 versus 99 contest where the last remaining person, you know, you're only playing with yourself. Okay. You're only it's only you versus the board. Okay. But you're in basically a room, a virtual room. With 99 other people oh, trying wow. to do better than them. And I, I I just have a feeling that if you started doing that, you might you might do it a lot. So I might get you a Switch for your birthday. And we'll see, we'll see oh, what great. happens. So now, yeah. now I'll quit going to the grocery store and cooking dinner. I'll be playing Tetris 99 all I'm, I'm going to wait for the day where you get your first um, you know, eSports sponsorship <laughs> playing Tetris 99. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Corey Dunn can probably hook you up with that. Uh, that with the, he probably could with with the esports thing in Arlington. Yeah. So yeah, that, we'll, we'll, that's, we'll have that's to get on him my, on the that's phone. That's on my bucket list of things to do. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm thinking about getting you back into Tetris because I think I think there's still some room for you to grow as a competitor, and I believe in you. Okay. What about <laughs> can I play Street Fighter too? You can play Street. <laughs> yeah. No, they've got Street Fighter, but but your but your jam was like like beat em ups. So Oh yeah. We played Double Dragon 2. I mean, we beat the brakes off of that thing. Like it we we just like I I don't think there was a cartridge we played more no, than Double Dragon that 2. That was that was pretty much our favorite. Um and then when I got a Genesis, we played a ton of Streets of Rage. That's true. Um and I think we played 2 the most. Um and because that had the big wrestler and the skater kid in it, and I liked I liked both of them a lot. Um, why did you like playing beat 'em ups? So I don't much? know. I have, yeah, <laughs> this little mild mannered housewife. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know. There was just something. Uh, I don't know. It was just kind of fun. I, just... I mean, were you evoking kind of your you know because you 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 grew up with. You know Clint Eastwood movies, uh-huh. and and you and you definitely enjoyed the Charles Bronson Death Wish movies oh, yeah. to a, a degree, and mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's vigilante justice or I I don't know, but it it does that, strike. There's part, probably some of that. Yeah, it's it's it strikes me as very funny that you were so into those. Well, I, I don't know, I don't know why. You know, that's my favorite genre: a good guy versus a bad guy, and the good guy wins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I, so so what was the game? 
that we played at the arcade <laughs> okay, with your okay. friends in Argentina. Well, so there, there, there are two arcade incidents that I remember. Okay. So there's, you, you would, you, we would. Uh, uh, <laughs> so there were, there were, yeah, there were two games. One there was, there was Virtua Fighter Three. Okay. In, in the arcade in, in Argentina, okay. in Buenos Aires, uh, where we lived for three years, and, um, and you were, you were pretty good at that. I remember that we would play it a lot, um. But you you weren't quite as good at that as as you were Tekken Two. Oh yeah, I remember Tekken Two. Yeah. Okay, so Tekken Two is the game at the putt putt in oh. <laughs> in Plano. In Plano, where yeah. where you know here's how I remember it. I remember putting a couple tokens in. I remember playing. <laughs> I remember you know I don't know if you were bored or not. Whatever. You, I, I either implored you to play or you were like, no, I'm going to play. And you and I faced off and you, you I mean, you like whipped my ass <laughs> with Yoshimitsu. I remember that. So Yoshimitsu is the ninja with a sword. Yeah. And, and you know, this isn't, I'm not trying to say that this was a fluke because as I will I, as I can attest to, it wasn't a fluke, but Yoshimitsu involves a lot of like button mashing and he can kind of just do a bunch of shit, which was, which was kind of your deal was to just go, okay, I'm going to just touch a lot of these buttons. That's what I did. Yeah. And Yoshimitsu is going to basically pirouette me into oblivion. (laughs) Um, and, and you beat me, and I think we maybe played another couple of games and you, you kept beating me, but then I couldn't ignore the brat who wanted next yeah behind me and then he just took my place and i thought oh no like this this arcade rat is gonna you know <laughs> is gonna be mean to my mom or something i don't remember what i don't i don't remember really what i was thinking but it didn't matter because you beat like the next like six kids <laughs> <laughs> That was my finest you're, hour. You were beating twelve year olds at an arcade. You were probably like 40, 47 Maybe. or something. Maybe. And you were, you know, just to get to get a picture, you're about six feet tall. And you're and <laughs> five ten. Yeah. And you're you're almost six feet tall and you're like this forty five year old. <laughs> Platinum blonde yeah. housewife, good looking beating, blonde, yeah. beating beating the tar out of these children, <laughs> these literal children in a putt putt on yeah. like a on like a weekday. I, know, I feel but like, as I recall, they were being kind of. Oh yeah, they're yeah they're kind of creepy. Yeah, they're so total total I thought, jerks. Well, they just need to be put in their place. <laughs> You need to be told uh, something here, and, and you needed, <laughs> and you needed to be the one to deliver this punishment. I I'm guess. just so glad that none of their parents were there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> or they weren't that, paying attention. <laughs> that would have been weird. Yeah, that could have escalated. I feel like. <laughs> I guess I would have had to take them on next. Probably. Yeah. I, I don't have a whole lot of hope for for them. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think they were sitting around playing. Streets of Rage to prepare for that moment. So, um, yeah. So you were really good at three D fighting games. Yeah. It was it was either it was either two D beat 'em ups or three D fighting games, and I don't I don't know what that is. That's so 
strange to me, but yeah, that that was kind of your bread and butter. And I actually really miss it. There was there was yeah. not a strategy involved with me though. Right. I mean, I was just hitting buttons as fast as I could. Yeah. To kick people or whatever I needed to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, you, I, I did love it. Yeah, I I, I I kind of recall all of the <laughs> all of the uh, the blood just kind of rushing to your head as you're just like <laughs> button mashing yeah. and like kicking everyone into dust. I was yeah. exhausted after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Um so okay, so beat 'em ups arcades, but yeah. th- that kind of that, that kind of spelled kind of the the toward the end of I think uh, you know like you you haven't played a lot of games since I was in high school. I feel like no, I mean game, games kind of games kind of not to I mean this is kind of a, a no they they got ahead they of kind me. of passed you by okay they did and and yeah. I was thinking about that the other day um, <clears throat> really by the time. You were probably a sophomore in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, the games that I felt like had left me behind. And, of course, you had so many friends that you were playing with. Right. Um, it wasn't like you were saying, hey, Mom, come play a video uh-huh. game with me. Oh, that's sad. I know. Yeah. But, no, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> I, I had plenty to do. Don't worry. But uh, I, I don't, yeah, they just they just kind of blew past me. Yeah. And I, well, haven't, I haven't played one since. I th- I think what's really interesting about this moment in time is, you know, everyone who's my age is starting to kind of get the itch to go to go back, right? And I and I think a lot of the independent games that come out um, really take a lot of cues from earlier games, and they and they don't have a lot of the the flashiness that um, kind of passed passed you by. And not only that, but, you know, a lot of the, the big publishers have started to republish and, and repackage all of their stuff. So, like, for Nintendo Switch, you can actually buy a... Uh, it's really funny. I think you get get a kick out of it. It's a Genesis... Um, a Sega Genesis, like, combo pack where you can play a bunch of the Sonic games and a bunch of stuff that we never played, but also... Uh, the Streets of Rage franchise, and uh, a couple other things that I know you and I played a little bit. So, and when you open it up, it's it looks like a bedroom, and you just virtually pick out the game you want, and it'll put it into the slot. So it's kind of, everyone is kind of going back to where things were, you know, 20, 25 years ago, because I think um, we all have a sense of it passing us by in a way. Well, um, I, I think the, the the video games that I see today, the current ones, it's to me it's like an an interactive movie, right? And right, I you know I I, I like to entertain myself in lots of different ways. Uh, if I'm if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie, I just want to sit down and watch the movie and mm-hmm. not necessarily move the figures around mm-hmm. the characters around sure and and I I like the the simple the simplicity of the the earlier games mm-hmm. yeah yeah no I I think you know I still you know but, but as a as a part of my job but also as part of my enjoyment I I do love a lot of the modern games that come out but I I agree I mean I think there's just something so simple yeah about 
you know, how games used to be designed. And, 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 and yeah, I mean, I, I still think, you know, you're, see, you're seeing Mario release 2D Mario games every once in a while because there's there's still a lot of fun to be had there. It's not something that we have to age out of. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be interested to see, you know, uh, just put you in a room with, you know, five different games that, that have come out recently, but are still kind of in that, in that mode, because, you know, you might, you might find something you, you like, I'm trying to kind of rack my brain to figure out what they are, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of an interesting callback what we, what we're starting to see with uh, with games. So, okay, so games. Let's let's put games in the rear view. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what um, what TV shows, what movies did you grow up watching, and do well. Yeah, let's just start with that. What what kind of did you what what did you watch growing up? We watched. A lot of television, as you know, we were TV people. Yeah. Uh, we loved television and watched it as a family for the most part. Uh, of course, we watched things like The Ed Sullivan Show, where where I fortunately got to see the debut of the U.S. debut of The Beatles and, right. uh, and The Rolling Stones. Right. And The Doors and all that fun stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, we watched things like Gunsmoke. Okay. I Love Lucy. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also, though, watched, uh, The Twilight Zone. Okay. And then The Outer Limits. <laughs> okay. All right. Did, did, did your whole family like those things or did you gravitate more toward the like where did the taste? I mean, it's like you know, you you have two two younger brothers. Uh huh. You you had two parents. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um. Who like you know who 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 did you share the most interests with? Probably my dad. Okay, so was he into the kind of the sci-fi uh, weird stuff? Uh, yeah, you know, I've never really thought of that as being sci-fi. Of course, it is, but we didn't we didn't think about it at the time. But, oh, of course. But yeah. yeah, he he loved the the eeriness of the Twilight Zone and okay, and so he I th- often my brothers would go outside and play or something, but my dad and I would sit there and keep watching the Twilight Zone. And sometimes it scared me so much I had to, uh, you know, I, I would dream about it, but I got over that. You got over it. Have you have you watched any of the new Twilight Zone? Nope. Okay. I've heard it's bad. <laughs> I have not seen an episode. I've heard it's bad. Although it's Jordan Peele, you know, who may get out. Yeah. You know, he, you know, uh, I'm. Well, we might have to check it out. I, I hold on hope to it. But so, all right. So that you, you also kind of bring up a good point of kind of the, the genreification of media, because I, I think that's just probably a, uh, more than anything, a, a a factor of just having so much choice that you start to have to, you know, put things in buckets to kind of, uh, but, but y'all didn't think of it. Y'all, y'all, y'all weren't like, I'm going to watch a comedy. Here's I Love Lucy. I mean, you, you had to watch what was on, obviously. Yes, we didn't, didn't have many right. choices. Right. Um, but were there things that, you know, your parents liked that you didn't like or your brothers liked that you were just not into? 
Um, not really, because okay. we we just we just all agreed upon you know something to watch and. Wow. I know we were weird. Yeah, I mean, in in 2019, that's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think back in you know the 50s and 60s, I, I can well, see that. For but sure. you know, I I think watching television or or movies it, that's a very social thing to me. Okay. Yeah, I know. Now, if I, I mean, if I, <laughs> I know, by myself, I'll I know s- it's a very social thing for you. <laughs> it is. It's very social. Uh, because and it's it goes back to my my childhood, I guess, because right. Um, I mean, through my mom, she introduced me to all the, you know, classic movies, which I right. forced upon you as you well. You did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. And I think that's important. I'm glad you, you've seen all those movies. Yeah. Uh, but, and you know, I even after you were born, I had friends who, they just they wouldn't let their children watch television. Okay. And my... You know, what I would say to them, I said, well, I guess it depends on how you watch television. If you if you stick your kid in front of a television and walk out of the room, uh, you know, that's one thing. But the way I grew up, we watched television and, and we talked about it. So so TV was very much an engagement. Oh, yeah. Tool. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, this way before Mystery Science Theater came along, we were, <laughs> we were talking to the television. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's my, you know, because I, I, I wonder if that's where that comes from. I mean, I, I've never really read about the origin of yeah, who came of up jo- with that of, idea, jo- yeah. of Joel's particular upbringing because you know I know he was the creator of the show, but but I, I have to imagine. I mean, you know, he's he's around your age, um, Joel Hodgkin, uh-huh. Hodgson. And and yeah, I, it, I that checks out to me. I mean, maybe that's what what TV was to him, and it, and it sounds like it, it's what it was to you. And and maybe that's just where that comes from. I mean, because not everyone loves mystery science. I mean, Dad, you know, doesn't he, at all. He says he doesn't get it. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 I mean, we know that his he it, you know he wasn't sitting around the TV engaging with his parents. Well, that's true. It, right? That's very true. And I think I know I've told you that yeah, my dad was a uh, sales rep for a business forms company, and I know no one listening to to this <laughs> even knows what that is. But he I, was th- he those was... words. Those words basically didn't make sense to me either. So it's good. <laughs> business forms. I don't know what that is, but uh, yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, out of it was he worked for a company that was based in Dallas, but he was the East Texas sales rep. Uh-huh. So he kind of, you know, he kind of had his own hours, and when he didn't travel that much, and he was home at home almost every afternoon by four o'clock, mm-hmm. and at four o'clock in Longview, Texas, was aired a movie. And it was typically something like Hercules versus Godzilla or (laughs) (laughs) Son of Hercules. I mean, something, I mean, we're talking B movies. Mm -hmm. But my dad and I loved, I I was home from school, dad was home from work, mom was cooking dinner. And my dad and I would go into the den and watch one of these stupid movies and laugh at it, and you know, we just mystery science theater the whole thing. We did, we did it several times a week. That's that's really cute. Okay, so 
So that's so was your was your mom was your mom ever into that because it doesn't no like yeah no. it did, it seemed like she really engaged with media a little bit differently than yeah than well you did. of course as you well know she was such an avid reader um, yeah she was yeah she would rather read a book than than watch one of those B movies with dad and me <laughs> okay that's funny. Now, I, I, I <laughs> so were you, were you ever a, an avid reader? Because that's not a bad point. I, that's not a bad segue. Because I, de- I definitely got more of the uh, Bev and Jack. I'm gonna watch TV and engage with it than yeah. the Billy. Than the Billy. I'm gonna sit in a corner and read a book because I do. I don't read for fun. I just don't. Yeah, I know very few people who do today actually. I but, wish I I wish I did. It seems like such a good thing for a, an editor to do. Yeah. yeah but you, you but, probably should do that more. But, and I, I but, did encourage you to. It just didn't really Oh, I take. but I didn't I didn't care. I couldn't yeah. care less about doing it. I don't know. But mom, because mom because read, it, I mean mom yeah. read a couple of books a week and Right. And that was kind of hard to do because she was raising three kids and yeah doing everything around the house but she she was an avid reader and right. especially during the summer she I, I we we went to the li- the public library at least once a week mm-hmm. first of all she'd run out of the books she'd already read her books so she'd go back and get some more and she always took my brothers and me with her and insisted that we pick out at least one book to read which uh, yeah, I was I was more of a reader than my brothers, and and you know, mom had me read classics like Gone with the Wind and Huckleberry Finn and all you know things like that, which I'm ha- very happy that she did. Um, but yeah, she she was the reader and not so much the. But like again, when we, uh, in the evening after dinner when we sat down to watch television, she was always with us. Oh yeah, I mean she enjoyed TV. Like I, I mean, you know, but, she enjoyed. But frankly, she of was that. probably sitting there reading a book yeah. half the time. I, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, okay. <laughs> but she was with us. <laughs> so, so when you were when when you and Dad were contemplating having a, a child, uh-huh. were, did y'all talk about media consumption like before I was born? No. Or was that okay? So no. y'all didn't. Y'all just didn't care. It's fine. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay. And I mean, like, what, what, but what was, what was it, you know, when I started getting really into video games and, mm-hmm. and you obviously were exposing me to a ton of movies uh-huh. and music at, at, at a young age, like, were there concerns about that or was that just kind of, you know, we think this is totally fine? <clears throat> That's a good question. There, there were, I can't, I can't think of specifics right now, but there were movies First of all, that I showed you when you were probably too young to really remember have seen them. them, right? But if I thought they were especially funny, <laughs> uh-huh. okay, I'd probably let you see them even before you were the age that it said on the recommendations. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Why? I I don't know. Did you I... did you did you think it would kind of? I'm just trying to get at like if it, if if you were conscious of these things or if it just felt you know if there are things that you were interested in so there were just 
you know, things that the household was going to be interested in. Do you know what I mean? I, I was very, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was very careful about it. Not as careful mm-hmm. as some parents, I'm sure. But No, uh, I can it's definitely attest to that. But sure. I thought, I thought if, 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 I gave a lot of thought to it, to tell you the truth. If I had already seen a, a movie, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of movies, I mean, you know, half, half of them, I would think, well, he wouldn't enjoy this. I don't, he doesn't need to see this. It's there's too much sex in it, or too much violence, or whatever. Right. But if I thought that it would entertain you, uh-huh. I wanted to share it with you. Okay. And okay. we did sit here a lot and laugh at movies. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh we, yeah, we we did a lot. Okay. Well, all right. So so let's talk about mystery science theater for a second then, because. All right. Um, you, this is one of those things where, um, did, did, I actually don't even remember how did, did you stumble upon it or did I show it to you? I don't remember. Boy, I can't remember that. I don't remember. I actually don't remember that at all. I did not even, I knew I was going to talk about mystery science. To I I don't remember. But now that I'm sitting here, I don't remember. I saw an advertisement for it or. Yeah. You found out about it. Right. But the first one we ever watched... Oh, it was really funny. I, I was just hooked yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, was it pod people? It was probably pod people. <laughs> it was probably pod With people. Small potatoes? This potatoes got big ears. Uh-huh. Um, well, okay, real quick, uh, just to throw you off. Can you rank the three hosts for me? So uh, there's there's Joel, Mike, and Jonah. Yeah, uh, I like all three of them. Mike's right. my favorite. Okay. And then probably Joel and then Jonah, but I really okay. do like all three of them. Okay. Okay. That's a good answer. That's pretty much where I am, I think. Um, what, <laughs> what, uh, what is so... What you've you've watched more mystery science theater than I will in a lifetime. I feel like <laughs> because this is one of those first instances I feel like of a piece of media that that we both found basically at the same time. Uh-huh. You know, really consumed a lot of together. Yeah. But then, but then, like this, this is like your deal. Like, like if if I'm. <laughs> If if I would like attach a thing to you that is in the media, it would be Mystery Science Theater. You have ordered bootleg, yeah, pirated DVDs that probably got you on about forty eight different watch lists. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, you are really into Mystery Science in a way that uh, I'm not. I mean, like I I think it's a great show. I love it. I still think, you know, I still think Space Mutiny is like the the best 90. <laughs> I think like the best 90 minutes you can spend doing like anything. But but uh but like you are like really 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 independently into it. Yeah. And does it does it just remind you so much of kind of growing up in that in that environment or is it just something <laughs> something else? Maybe. <laughs> okay. It, I, I, I don't know why. I don't, I think it is just hilarious. <laughs> okay. And I, okay, so my form of exercise is a rowing machine. Uh-huh. 
that we have upstairs in your dad's study. Mm-hmm. And I get bored with it, so I watch on my iPad uh, television while uh-huh. I'm rowing. Yeah. So, and I, I never watch anything that I really have to concentrate on because I'm not paying that much attention to it. So I usually put on something that I've already seen. Mm-hmm. And just for the noise, whatever. But a few weeks ago, I thought, oh, I'll turn on a mystery science movie. Yeah. And I had to turn it off. I had to change I had to change the channel because I was laughing so hard I couldn't row. <laughs> okay. I, I just couldn't stop laughing. Then I thought, well, like you can't row and laugh like this at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So I had to I've learned that I can't watch it while I'm rowing. Okay. All right. So, all right. So I'll just, you, I just you, find it hilarious. Okay. What's I, I wish your... I wish they would put out one a day. <laughs> well, I, what's what's really funny is that I haven't gotten you into riff tracks, which is, you know, my you know, so so Joel is still involved with the actual show mystery science theater uh-huh. he's he's really a producer and yeah. jonah's the you know the i host. see him in the credits right um mike and a couple of the folks from the early days you know they have riff tracks which is basically just a an undercut soundtrack to basically every movie ever really and yeah yeah and i feel like I'm I'm almost scared to introduce you to it because now I don't know if you'll actually watch a movie in a regular way now because as I think I think they have they have everything you know so it's it's not only good movies and bad movies it's you know it's basically everything so um, oh this is what I want for my birthday okay okay <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah okay because okay. I mean it was. I, when I'm watching a movie, not all movies, but some movies, in my mind, or sometimes oh. out loud, I'm, oh, I'm just mom, it's not in your mind. Mystery it's science out, thing on. It's out loud. It is out loud, and it's often. Yeah. It's with it's with every movie you ever well, watch. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the person Jerry Seinfeld would hate in a, a yeah. movie theater. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Can't help it. All right, all right. So I'll get you hooked up with some riff tracks for your birthday. All right, what's your what's your very favorite mystery science episode? You just have to pick one. I mean, I know that's impossible task, but you know, you just got to do it. Okay, that's really hard for me. Yeah, Uh, I know. But Final Justice does make me laugh a lot. Okay. I mean, that's a Joe Don Baker, jo- Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe Don, Don Baker classic. <laughs> Joe Don Baker classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it features a, it's, it takes place in Malta. 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 Uh-huh. Um, there is a, a child in peril <laughs> who is dressed like Napoleon. Um, and when he is freed, he makes this weird little crouch that looks like he's farting. And the mic says, I fart on your head is my revenge. Exactly. And, there, that's exactly. Yeah, that's that's the one. We say that to each other a lot, apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right. So, final, final justice. 
Final Justice. For me, it's Space Mutiny for sure. Well, uh, well, you had already said Space Mutiny. I knew that was yeah. yours, but so I had to pick a different one. But that one, there's just that one something really makes me laugh. There's something about um, I I hear <laughs> the the part where they where uh, <laughs> Gristle McThornbody uh, you know jumps a railing and he goes ah and they and they go. Oh, somebody saw my purse. And then they just keep going. Oh, oh. Like I just hear that second. Oh, um, in my head almost all the time, which is, which is really weird. How ingrained that. See, got. see you like, um, you like it more than you think you do. No, I, I mean, I love, I love, I love mystery science theater. It's just that there are episodes. I know. I call you that, all the time and say, John, have you seen blah, blah. no, no, they're just episodes where I'm like, well, you know, they're they're funny, but they're not that funny. They're, oh yeah, they you are. Know, I yeah. <laughs> that's you're where like, you're yes, wrong. They are. That's where. That's where. You're Although wrong. some some of the movies are more fun to make fun of than others. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Some of okay. them are more fun. Okay, and and in Space Mutiny, how about when that when that girl is killed? And then she's in the very next oh, scene. Oh, in the very next scene. I mean, I, I had always remembered, I remembered the comment in that episode of, of uh, oh, she just died. She just died. I was like, oh, yeah, wow, that's really, I had really forgotten until I rewatched it, like, three weeks ago. It is in the, like, the, the next, next scene. shot. It's like the next shot. I know. And I'm just like, whoa. There she is, um, sitting yeah. at her desk. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, uh, you're getting a lump of coal. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, so, okay, so Mystery Science. I, I, I think I kind of understand why that that's it, it works so well for you. I kind of <laughs> see that now. Um, because I mean, it, on its face, it's a funny show. I get that, but I, I think it very, you know, there, there are shows that just kind of, I can watch over and over and over again and, and never get tired of them. Like Home Movies is one of those to me where I could just put that on, yeah. and, and feel really good. That's a good. But there, but so, you know, but there's something about Mystery Science for you that uh-huh. seems it makes me feel really good. You'll never get, you'll never ever ever outgrow it. You'll never <laughs> no. outpace it. You'll, you'll just always. Love it. So now, if I if you if you put me in a home, as you say you're going to uh, <laughs> later in life, I'd better be able to watch Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> oh, I believe me, you'll be able to watch it on 18 different streaming services. Okay, and, just make sure. Yeah, no, I don't think there you'll be any. Disney will own it by then somehow, and it'll be <laughs> you'll you'll be able to jack it directly into your brain. I'm sure. So. <laughs> I oh great! It'll be yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to discuss kind of one last thing, and it's kind of it's it's a reductive way to look at something because I think it's it's not really it's it's not really an interesting way to look at it. But but there's kind of this like a genre of sci-fi, fantasy, geeky stuff that I don't think you grew up with. But I, you know, you're really latched onto it. So you've seen every Avengers movie and you've seen, you've seen every episode of Game of Thrones more than I have, Mm -hmm. like for, for sure. I think you've rewatched the series like 
maybe three times. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen it three times. That's bonkers. I I can't. I can't, you know, I've I've maybe watched a few episodes twice, but uh, I've seen it all, just not like that. Well, um, I don't I don't work for a living like you do. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring. I wasn't gonna, you know, position it that way. But it's I true. mean, do you think? But do you think that's why you consume so much media? Is that you just have so much time? No. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, I don't. Oh I don't no, think I make so time that's to why do it. If, if, I like, right. if I like it, I, I, I will make time to do it. Yeah, I guess that's why I didn't. I didn't frame it that way. Yeah. It never seemed like that. I, it feels like you, your, uh, your life sometimes gets in the way of your TV watching more than anything else. Well, um. So I don't know. But you know, I it, believe me. It's I've come to realize that I watch television or see movies mm-hmm. on a level that's different from most of my peers. Right. I mean, I take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I really want to see the looks on everyone's face and their, hear their tone of voice. and I, I just really get into all of that. Right. And a lot of people just, I, I don't know, it seems like they're just sitting there to fill up two hours. Mm-hmm. And and I am really engaged with it. And Game of Thrones did that to me. Of course, it took you years to talk me into it, or several seasons, yeah, I think to, con- just, to convince just... me that, that I would really like it. Well, because I think I think it took me a while because I and, and this is no in, in in no way am I saying this is this isn't an ageist thing. This is nothing. I, I think that show is so complicated and and dense that I was just like, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I I couldn't figure out really who the audience for that show was mm-hmm. even as I was watching it. I mean, well, it's one and I recommend one of the most it to popular very few people because well, I don't I, right. Pe- I know people who have, I do know, I do have peers who have watched it or attempted to, but they've dismissed it. Okay, why do they dismiss it, do you think? I, I, I think for what you said, it, it it is so complicated. And, you know, I told you that after after you convinced us, okay, how many, how many, what, what season are we in? Is this eight? This is eight, yeah. Okay, I think it was after... I think it was after between the sixth and seventh season that you said, "Mom, you'd really like this." Again, oh. you said it again, and your dad. Between that and the time the seventh season started, your dad and I, you know, binged. If we were if we were at home watching television at night, that's what we were watching. Right. So we went through the entire season, and right. I loved it, but I was a bit lost. Mm-hmm. So in my then spare time, I re I started the whole thing over. This time using the old folks' crutch of closed captioning. Oh, I I tell you what, I th- this is a totally anecdotal observation. I, I think that is becoming less and less of an old person. Well, thing. I was I, being, I was just oh, kind of kidding. No, I know, but, 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 but I, I think that's a really good point. I mean, Ann and I, my wife and I do the same, do the same thing where we're, you know, we'll, we'll be like, oh, we have to keep up with 
x or y like if we see it it's it's easier to remember i i actually think it's one of the only ways to really keep track of that but but that helped me so much to keep to keep track of the names right that that was what i wasn't able to absorb the first time around but once i saw the names in print it it helped me connect the dots much better and by the end of that i i I pretty much knew what was going on right and this the closed caption i i didn't really use closed captioning that much before game of thrones except anytime your father and i were watching a let, let's just say a movie with Jason Statham, one of my favorites. <laughs> We'd get about 20 minutes into the movie, and your dad would look at me and say, I, I can't I don't understand know. a word that's coming out of his mouth. I, I so, never understood a single word Jason Statham had said. Yeah. I remember particularly when we watched Snatch. Oh, now, well, but that one is, is that one's pretty hard to follow because you've that's got a, that's insane. I mean, you've you got, have you've Brad got, Pitt. Yeah, you've got speaking Brad a lot, speaking Belfast, English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belfast so, Carney accent. Yeah. So I would turn on. I'd say, well, let's turn on closed captioning, and and then, so we got you know we just kind of started doing that, and I've got to tell you, I really use it a lot now. Yeah, yeah. But that's just because yeah. that's just because it. You know, I, like I said, I, I, I just if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie or a television program, a series, I want to, I want to watch it. I want to be engaged with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Do, do you think? Do you think? Do you kind of agree with the consensus that Game of Thrones has gotten maybe less complicated and more leaning a little heavily on on kind of fantasy tropes? And you know, I I, I guess there's some criticism in, in later seasons that things have moved too fast and things have um, not not become as kind of interwoven and yeah. intricate and precious. Oh yeah, as... there's. I, I mean, it, it is. I don't. I don't know how they could have done it differently mm, but to try okay. to wrap all this up in what is it six episodes yeah in this last lot. season is crazy mm-hmm. yeah because it seems like all they're doing is tying up loose ends and mm-hmm. you know, just moment after moment after moment yeah and uh it's it I'm, yeah i'm kind of disappointed in it really yeah yeah a lot of i think a lot of people are um, Again, I don't. I, the only, the only thing they could have done is continue it for another, you know, several seasons. But there's a, a really good piece up now. I, I can't remember where it was. It might be Vulture.com. Don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll put something in the notes in the post, which uh, what what it actually was. But it, there was a really good piece about the two showrunners who, um, you know, they. they HBO has been on the record as saying like we would have given these two people as much time as they needed because the thing is a ratings juggernaut. Yeah. It's it's made them money hand over fist. It's it's created, you know, millions of new subscriptions to the HBO standalone services. It's it's become, you know, appointment television when appointment television doesn't even really exist anymore. And it's a piece about how the two the two co you know, the two showrunners are basically trying to race to the finish line so they can do other shit, basically. Which yeah. is which is a bummer, right? Because I think I, I think it is too, because I've all of all of the relationships are so interesting and important. It's mm-hmm. it's 
impossible to wind all that up in six episodes. I, I'm disappointed yeah. that they did it that way. Yeah. Would you have been a fan of kind of Avengers and superhero stuff if I had not gotten into it as a kid, or do you think you still would have latched onto it? Yeah, that's a point? good question. Uh, I took you to your first Batman movie, whether you wanted to go or not. I'm sure. Well, but that, but that, you know, <laughs> I, I know I've, that's I, not Marvel, but it's, it's not. But but I've often said that you know you think you think about that movie if the internet had existed today. Okay, it's Tim Burton. It's Michael Keaton, it's Jack Nicholson, it's Prince doing the soundtrack. Like, that's such a, a an unbelievable mixture oh, yeah. that would have completely broken yeah. the internet culture today. I think everyone would have been completely out of their minds to see that movie. It's so funny that that's... It's almost such a throwaway now, you know, 1989's Batman. Uh-huh. But, but uh, no, I... I thank you for taking me to it it was i i remember a lot about that movie even at a young age okay and you said what year did you say it came out it was 89 okay yeah now, so you took, you took me to so, see a disturbing movie so see see how crazy i was i took you to see that movie when you were four <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it's, it's that's a dark movie yeah too. i know but um you did but no. i mean it, you didn't have nightmares about it no i don't think so i mean i definitely there's aspects of it that i remember being scared of as a kid but no well, i never had like nightmares well yeah having having your face burned off with acids not too fun but yeah yeah it was really the the, the scene that did it for me as a kid was when he painted when Jack Nicholson after the accident, you know, the accident basically makes his face look like the Joker. It's not makeup with that weird grin. And then right. he paints his face skin tone to, you know, yeah. mix in. And I remember that being the thing that scared me. Oh, that me was most. real I was scary. Like, I was like, ooh. ooh yeah, that ooh. was really scary. You're right. Yeah, that was that was weird. Um, and then you've got, right. Mick, you've got Mick Jagger's wife in there, too. So oh, yeah. That was, oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Don't forget her. Yeah, well, you know. You, you <laughs> what is that wife? Was that wife one or two? Oh, I because can't. Because he's had a few. You know, I love him, but I can't keep track of that. Yeah, no. Um, so you took me to see Batman. You were, you were interested in that. Were you interested in Batman before that? I watched the Batman Adam show, show on television. Yeah. That okay, was really Adam great with okay. Adam West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, see, I was, and that was a very popular series, television series, Batman. Yeah. You know, wham, bam, whack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we know. It was very popular, although it was never one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But but I did I did like the concept of Batman. Okay. okay. So when that movie came out, I was I was quite interested in seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe that started the whole thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got a little bit into X-Men as a kid, but I never... Um, I never really read like Avengers comics or I never really got into the Hulk or anything. And, and then, you know, the MCU comes out and, you know, do, do you, uh, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll ask you a fairly pointed question, I guess, about getting into the MCU. But if, if anyone else had been Iron Man besides Robert Downey Jr., do you think you would have 
kind of latched on to the, the beginnings of that whole series. I think about that a lot. Yeah, that's a good question because I've always liked him. Yeah, same. And and I do go, I, I do frequently see movies just because I like the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that probably had something to do with it. And let's just say you weren't that I didn't have you right. when Batman came out. Um, I would have gone to see that movie anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... I would have gone to see it because I liked Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I might have gone to see Iron Man for the same reason Mm -hmm. to begin with, but I I just love that movie. But then, Mm -hmm. let's think about something like uh, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. For the most part, that was a cast that I didn't know that well at the time, Mm -hmm. but I certainly wanted to go see the movie. Okay. And was blown away with it. Yeah. But the Iron Man thing, I mean, once I saw Iron Man, I, you know, I wasn't going to miss another one of those movies. Okay. The Marvel s- universe. The Marvel cin- Cinematic Universe. Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's all right. At, I was looking at something on this. Uh, it happens screen. as you get older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so now that in game has wrapped up, I know you've seen it. Yes. Do you? Are, are you? Uh, th- this is kind of something I've thought about. Are, do you feel kind of engaged with what's next, or did you kind of see this as okay? Well. You know, it, yeah, they may they may make another twenty of these, but this was this was it. I mean, are you excited to see what's next? Or uh, no, I'm kind of sorry they did what they did. Mm, okay, I I mean I, I enjoy I enjoy all of the uh, superheroes, if you will, in the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. and as far as I'm concerned, they could have just kept making movies after you know year after year. And I would have been fine with any of the characters. Okay. All right. So now there's some that I'm going to miss terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know you're a big, big, you're a big Chris Evans fan from way back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I, I first saw him in uh, Cellular, I guess, and I thought he was great in that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You, I love that you, movie. I know you love that movie. You talk about <laughs> you talk about cellular more than I think any living human. Of course um, I do. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a good movie, and yeah, Jason yeah. Statham's in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Jason. Um, okay, well, I mean, I I think this is probably a good good spot to wrap up. I I, I think this has been a really interesting conversation about kind of like how my tastes have developed and yours and how they've intersected. And obviously thanks for talking to me a a lot about games and movies and stuff. And, uh, Hey, hey, can I ask you something real quick? Oh yeah, of course. Back to game of Thrones. Oh yeah. 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 What'd you think about Brienne breaking down and sobbing when Jamie Uh, rode away? It's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, that, that didn't fit to me. It, 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 you know, it, I think it's the the most obvious the the 
the the, the most damning evidence that the two showrunners um don't have a, a complete understanding of the characters that we you know, were not written yeah. for them um they you know the, the characters were written for uh they're written by someone who has become less and less involved in the making of the show yeah. and um yeah I, I thought that was you know not a an accurate characterization at all of brienne of tarth and it was kind of a bummer yeah, I mean, I thought about all the... I mean, you know, there's not a lot of crying that goes on in Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of sad things. And I, I kept thinking about times where I've seen people show, you know, true sadness or grief. Mm-hmm. And I thought about... Well, Sansa was very upset about Theon being killed. Yeah, of course. His last stand. Uh and, and Danny was, she cried when Jorah died, as she should have. Uh, I remember Davos grieving when he found out what had happened to that precious little Shireen. Mm-hmm. But to see somebody just sobbing hysterically like that, especially Brienne, I don't know. I, I just thought it was out of character, totally. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree. I, I, most folks I talk to feel the same way. It was one of those moments that, you know, you think about it. You know, if the, if the moment it happened and Jamie gets out of bed, bolts without saying a word, uh, and you don't even necessarily see Brienne's reaction to mm-hmm. it, that that would have been perfectly powerful. Yeah, kind of, I think so know, too. To see her wake up without Jamie and then Jamie's gone and you just kind of feel the weight of that for her without, you know, having to, to, to see the weight of that on her face in a way that just didn't make any sense. Um, yeah, it would have worked really, really well. Instead, it was just kind of a cheap, you know, oh, hey, I'm still kind of a dickhead. Hi, I'm Jamie. Bye. And then Brienne you know, reacting to it completely out of character. It was a bummer. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been more impactful if she'd stood there staring at him like, Yeah, like, where are you, are you I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, this is what I'm getting into? Forget it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really thought that's how she was going to react is, oh, you're, you're still hung up on your sister? Oh, okay, well, see ya. She always has Tormund. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> she she can always get have him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah, that was crazy. I thought, yeah, yeah. Hey, by I, the way, by the way, you and your dad did a fabulous job of my Mother's Day flowers. Oh, good. Thank I'm you. Glad. You're you're welcome. Y'all are so sweet. Yeah, no, we try. <laughs> we, we try sometimes. Well, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Hey, thanks, and I'm so glad I had you. Oh well, that's very sweet. Um, well, thanks for talking to me. And, okay. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week with a normal episode of Fan With. And... Oh, I hope I'm in that one too. Uh, <laughs> we'll just keep inviting you back. You oh, know, please every... do. Call me anytime. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you later. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. Bye. Hey everyone, just uh, putting a bow on this thing. I wanted to thank my mom, Bev, for coming on the show. That was a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot, too. Uh, so thanks. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to folks out out there. If Mother's Day is not your thing, which I totally get, just have a really great Sunday. Bake a cake or you know, watch cat videos or play with a dog. I don't know. Uh, play Breath of the Wild. Have you played Breath of the Wild yet? You should. 
it's a modern classic. I think that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, let's see. We have a new episode of Fan With coming out this week. Uh, it's unclear who will join Steve and Nikki is still on vacation down under. <laughs> you're welcome for that. Um, Nikki, hope you're having a great time. Merritt, still having issues with their internet pipes. Those ancient New York internet pipes. Uh, if those get fixed before the podcast uh, records, then she will obviously join. Otherwise, Stephen may just uh, you know be uh, going solo on this one. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I will join. Maybe Dylan will join. But Stephen's perfectly capable of dealing with it themselves. Um, it's appointment podcasting, regardless. So rain or shine, new episode of Fan With. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Dylan sets up a newsletter for us every week and sends it out on Friday afternoon. Are you signed up for it yet? You get the best of fanbite.com in your inbox. Are you kidding me? It's great. Um, it goes out every Friday. Like I said, the uh, signups are basically everywhere on fanbite.com. You should go check it out. Uh, please sign up for it. It would help us out a lot. Give us feedback too. If you uh, want to see more of something, less of something, if you, I don't, I don't know if, uh, if it showed up in your spam folder a hundred times, I don't know. Just let us know. Uh, if you're following or if you're not following our Twitter account, you totally should find it hard to believe that you'd be listening to this without knowing about our Twitter account. But Hey, what do I know? It's at Fanbyte media. You should totally follow it. Uh, we have some really funny, good folks who run it. Uh, and yeah, it's really good. Um, Fanbyte also has a Facebook account. If, uh, nothing really special gets posted there. It's just fanbite good content that you're used to. Uh, it's a really, I find it to be a really wonderful palate cleanser from all the total shit show garbage that pops up on my Facebook timeline. You should totally check that out. Um, Instagram, we have an Instagram account where some special stuff does go. Nikki and Andrew are doing a really great job with that account. You should check it out. It's just at fanbite on Instagram. Gosh, what else is there? Hey. Electronic Entertainment Expo 2019 edition. It's upon us. The entire editorial staff will be in Los Angeles. I'm so excited for that. I can't even tell you how excited I am for that. Uh, it's going to be a really, really tiring week, but we're going to bring you some really great content. And boy, the ramp up for E3 sure is starting. Uh, wow, wowzers. Yowza, meowza. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up this coming week. Uh, getting in preparation for E3. So please keep your eyes glued to fanbyte.com. Uh, y'all are the best. Thanks for listening to this and thanks for the knowledge.